All right, y'all. Welcome back to the second episode of Sidebar Josen. I'm Bree. I'm Duffy. And um, yeah, we're excited to be recording our second episode. I think we finally got all the technical kinks worked out and all the other shit. So this should be smooth sailing. So you ready to just dive on into it? We're going to be talking about a lot of shit today. Sure, certainly. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, grab your snacks, grab your drinks or whatever. Turn the volume up in your car and let's get it popping. Mm-hmm. All right. So back at it again. How are you today? I am feeling like... I'm not ready to adult today. Ooh, I know that feeling. When is anyone ever really ready to adult, like, ever? Some days I wake up feeling like Superwoman. Today is not one of those. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. I, I can't even recall the last time I woke up feeling that great. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm about the same. Today is just a chill-ass Saturday. Mm-hmm. School's about to start for us next week. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Not trying to adult. Mm-mm. Not trying to be up in here, like, sweating over tests and textbooks and right. things. But, hey, that's life. And we will just deal with it as it comes because there's a light at the end of the tunnel. That's right. So we are almost there. But yeah, let's dive right in into our sidebar of the day, which is... Dating. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So we're just going to be talking about dating today because I'm not even feeling a dating scene right now. Yeah, dating right now, I, I... have just recently um been let go and back into the well not let go but i've been essentially (laughs) let's let's say you broke loose i i i don't even want to say broke loose all right so backtrack a couple of months ago around like november um my boyfriend and i um parted ways and it wasn't a bad split but uh, we'd been together for a really long time. And so the whole idea of having to date or anything like that, I, I just never had to even, it never crossed my mind. And to be essentially back on the market, I guess, which sounds weird because, you know, I'm not really, you know, it's back on the market like, sounds weird. But yeah, it's kind of like going to jail and being there for like a decade and then coming out and trying Jesus, to and wait. back into My life. relationship wasn't prison. <laughs> Hold on a second. I know, but like it's just kind of like when you when you go to prison and you come back and it's like a decade later everything has changed. All of a sudden there's no more phones connected to the wall. You know what I mean? Like everyone oh. everyone has iPhones, everyone has Instagrams. It's just a whole new world and it's just like how do you even deal? Okay, yeah. So, all right. No, I like that metaphor. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> wait, wait I was minute. not being abused. My ex, yeah, my ex is not a bad person. It's not a bad person at all. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, getting back on the dating scene, it took me a, a while to even really think about actually trying to see other people at some point, and I still don't necessarily feel like I'm there, but... 
I I don't know. It's Duffy. You've been out here on the scene. What what's what's happening in in these streets? <laughs> um, I don't know if it's just me. Um, some people have way more success than me in terms of like they're able to date, and then when they're dating, they find these amazing guys. Or I don't know if these guys are amazing. Maybe some people are just able to connect with people better than I am because they get into relationships so quickly. But me, I'm just like dating this one, don't really like this one, moving on to this one, huh, don't really like this one. It's just like maybe my standards are too high. I think some people would consider that successful dating because you are booked and busy all the time. <laughs> that is that is true, but it can be it can be annoying. Let me tell y'all about how booked and busy she is. <laughs> It what what was that one day where it was just like you had and it wasn't just dates and things like that but she had to go to a photo shoot and then later that evening she had to go and meet up with oh this guy gosh. and then the next day she was having drinks with this guy and such and such and I'm just like my phone is so dry <laughs> and what is, I mm-mm. no I don't I I would like to live your life one day hun because. Over here is just like the Sahara Desert, and I mean, hey, I, I, in, in reference to my phone, in mm-hmm. reference to my phone, <laughs> it's like other things are are very you know, everything else is just the, fine. Everything <laughs> working well, everything else is just fine. But yeah, no dating and whatnot. That seems like that would be a pretty, you know, kind of active, active, successful dating life. Just being able to say hey you know what i'm going out for drinks with this guy and we're just going to kick it casually but mm-hmm. i'm also seeing this guy and we like to go play um putt putt together and that's just yeah, a thing i would like to find a guy i can play putt putt with yeah That'd so cool. not everybody's i guess necessarily dating with the intentions of getting into a relationship some people are just like i like people I'm not really serious right now. I just want to casually hang out with um, whomever's of my interest at the mm-hmm. moment. So, And I think that's my problem. I think that I want to be in a relationship, mm. which is why dating sometimes for me can be really annoying. Like sometimes I'm like cool with the, you know, hanging out situation and just, you know, whatever it may be. But sometimes I just get really, really annoyed with some guys' inconsistency. Yeah, see, and that is part of my hesitancy with trying to kind of jump out into the dating scene mm-hmm. because I, 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 I'm I, telling you just with my past experiences and even then within my relationship and stuff like that, fuckboy tendencies, my patience for it is like gone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely obsolete. I have nothing left to give in that regard. The moment... You even, like, you show just a little bit. You show your ass just a hint. You pull down your waistband. (laughs) Right. Show a little bit of that waist. I am, like, out of there. I'm out of Done with you. Who has the time? Like, we almost 30, bro. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I was just talking to um, one of my friends about this. I was just like, I am so observative these days. A guy can, like, show me something different than he's normally been doing just a week. Just a week. A week and a half. Two weeks. And that's enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm not dealing with you. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, just two weeks? Yeah, because (laughs) patterns are patterns. I mean, it's just that simple. 
I mean, true. I will say that me and my best friend of all 28 years of my life, when we were in undergrad, when it came to like hanging out with guys and whatnot, when I tell you, it was just like we'd switch at least every two, three months of who we were like hanging out with or Mm -hmm. talking to at the time because it was so easy to like drop interest like that. It was just, oh, you don't want to be bothered? Oh, oh, I don't feel like being bothered. Oh, oh, the the snacks have run dry. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, and on that's to the, the next. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I wonder if a guy's like interested and then can't keep up with some of the things that they start out with. Like for example, a lot of guys like with me start out with taking me to dinner or mm-hmm. with the movies or um with drinks at like a nice bar or something like that cute stuff um or lunch mm-hmm. and a lot of times they can, it seems as if maybe they can't keep that up and i think another one of the misperceptions with guys is that they think that that's all women want to do when they date but you know i've told guys a million times like i am i'm high maintenance on my own meaning that i take care of myself in the way that i want to be taken care of so i don't need a guy to do that Mm -hmm. so if we need to go and have a free date like i said i'm into all of the artsy fartsy stuff the thing can be free as it's about the time spent and it's about consistency yeah so like i mean that's something that you could establish at the gate like, what are you into? What are you kind of looking for as far as time spent together? Like, well, what are your expectations and expectations in that regard? And just um, we'll go from there. Right. And you can kind of cut it off where if it doesn't seem like it's something that you're into or you can be like, hey, let's explore this further, which is cool. But um, or hey, let's just be friends or hey, let's just be friends or hey, let's put our genitals on each other from time to time. Oh. <laughs> oh my god you know it's whatever works for you and that's that's my thing too is like as far as getting back into dating and whatnot it just has it just has to be me finding whatever works for me in this time yeah. i'm a full-time student i am on a budget I have to de- devote most of my time to working on a dissertation, working right. at practicum, right. studying, right. a whole bunch of stuff. So right. right now, maybe something more casual is all I need. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I thought that the guy that I was with was who I was going to marry. Mm-hmm. And to kind of be back at square one, the prospect of having to start dating and learning about somebody again and how long it'll take to it gets to a point where we can even consider engagement and kids yeah intimidates the fuck out of me so much so that i almost feel like you know what i'm gonna adopt or um find a a good turkey baster and call it a day and um damn and it, it just it just freaks me out but again i mean like me and my ex were together for off and on for like six years. So it just the the idea of having to wait another six years to become, you know, intimate and mm. intimate enough with somebody or close enough to somebody to, you know, say I do and all that, man, that that shit that's wow. That's scary. It's like that's inviting scary. yourself to go back to prison. 
the see the prison analogy kind of only works it only works but that's how it's kind of that's how it's scary yeah i mean i I don't think of relationships as a prison i think that they are they can be a beautiful paradise if you have a loving partner and a loving partnership where you guys mutually respect each other and care for one another and you do what you need to do in order to keep that relationship healthy and thriving. Like, mm-hmm. it can be everything and then some, you know? And so that's that's my thing. That's what I really want. Like, somebody that is very good with communication, um, that was something that I... And, and this is just in general, not even with my ex, but just with other guys I've talked to in, in general, is that communication is definitely something where a lot of people think that they're good at it mm-hmm. or they're just overall just generally lacking in the skill. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, I need to be able to talk to you and be able to express how I'm feeling without feeling that the response is going to kind of blow back in my face or, it, you know, just I need to be able to be open so yeah, communication's another thing. Um someone who's mature, someone who is flexible and able to um just be able to kind of work with me as far as with my schedule and things and yeah. me working with them with their schedule, yeah. compromise. Yeah. Cuz when you get married and things and kids are involved, I mean, compromise is one of the biggest components of the relationship you have to be able to bend sometimes so but i mean hell i'm talking about all this stuff and i can barely even book a dick appointment did i tell you i didn't tell you i was saving it for today i booked the dick appointment in my sleep oh i had a dream that i booked the dick appointment which means that you need to go ahead on and no (laughs) no that's not what that means because i woke up and i was like wow (laughs) Like, what's happening? And I didn't even get to the dick appointment. The whole dream consisted of me building up the courage and then reaching out to book the dick appointment. Interesting. And that was it. And when I woke up, I said, no, no, this can't be my life. Like, this can't, this can't, I can't do this. Even, even though booking, booking a, a, a penis appointment would be nice, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I, I like, part of me feels like if I, I don't were even to, like booking a dick appointment, to be honest with you. You like people to book them for you? No. I <laughs> don't, like, if it's not um, a relationship that's beyond just dick. Oh. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So there has to be a little bit something more there. Mm-hmm. Like, um,. I have to actually, like, enjoy your company. Oh, yeah. Well, no. I mean, like, it has to be somebody I I like enough to be around, you know? Like, it can't be somebody where I just... I cannot stand your guts. And so just because you can, you know, put it down, toss it up, throw it back. Like, well, no, I'm throwing it back. But (laughs) you can... Like, just because you can, you're good in, in the sack or whatever like that, it does not take away from the fact that you're a repulsive person in um, life in general. So, yeah. I can't do that. But if you're a nice person, if you're a cool person that I feel as though maybe it can go somewhere, but right now we are just casually bumping uglies, mm-hmm. <laughs> then Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, I still had to get to that point or whatever like that. The whole idea of being intimate with somebody right now, 
Um, it's like touch and go. Sometimes I feel like I'm ready for it. Other times I feel like, mm-hmm. And you know what? I am very much like a person who's one day on this side and the next day I'm on the other. Because I sometimes do make dick appointments and that's all that, that I really want. So, but at this point, I'm on the other side of the coin where I don't want dick appointments. Good for you. I feel like you have probably, with all your dating and whatnot, like you've had that experience, the casual dating, casually hooking up, kind of, well, not casually hooking up, Mm -hmm. but being able to, you know, do your thing. And now it's like, you know what? I want a partner. Yeah. I just don't want my time wasted at this point. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. And I'm I'm really at this point, I don't want my time wasted either, Mm -hmm. but I'm ready to just... Maybe make a new friend. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do single people do when they're fresh out of relationships? How long do they wait? <laughs> I know, right? How long do you guys... <laughs> you and, and you can actually check us out um, on Twitter at Sidebar Josen. And you can tell us um, how long did you wait after your last breakup before you got into something else. Whether it's casual dating or... Um, fucking somebody or whatever yeah. like that however it was and um i let me spell that out for y'all for y'all it's um p s y d b a r underscore underscore j o c i n sidebar Josen. i had to bob my head to that <laughs> sounds like a lot of letters it's alphabet soup but um we'll probably plug it again at the end of the show but yeah no shout uh shout us out on twitter let us know how long it took before you were back out on the on the scene after your last relationship for real because some people don't wait at all but you know those are your rebounders oh yeah nah see rebounding rebounding was never i don't know that that would ever be my thing because i have to be completely like ready detached detached i have to be a detached enough so that i'm not like laid up in your arms or whatever like that but i'm thinking about my ex that serves no one at this point i know so fucking weird yeah, nah, can't do it, can't do it. Don't do that to people. Don't do it. Don't do that to do people. Do not string people along that way. Yeah, like if you're going to rebound with somebody and your only purpose for rebounding is just to, you know, like... Take your attention off the other person. Yeah, I mean, rebound with somebody who doesn't give a fuck. That's a good part. Like, rebound with somebody who does not care. Like, they, they literally would like to just you know, um, get it in and get on about their business or whatever. You know, let let it be that. Don't don't rebound with somebody who has expectations for more and you're just there to get your pussy ate and and leave so you can go weep about your ex <laughs> in your class. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that to people. Pe- people, you know, have feelings. And and sometimes it's really hard to think about other people's feelings when right now in the moment it's just, you know, your world and what's going on and you're hurt and there's you can't really think beyond yourself. But um yeah, man, if you're gonna rebound, rebound with people who about that rebound life, you know? Right. And I think that that's that's fair. Yeah, don't be a jackal. Don't be a jackal. But yeah, no, I mean, what about some like I guess let's let's wrap it up with um dating do's and don'ts. 
Like, what would be your do's and don'ts for somebody on a first date? Don't drink at the person's house. Okay, okay. Don't drink at the person's house. That That is good. You don't know them from Adam. And you do not want to be tipsy. And you wake up. and you Or you don't wake up. Or whatever, uh, like, whatever the hell. Whatever the hell. You want to be safe. Practice safe dating, y'all. Be safe. That's that's definitely a good don't. Um, One of my do's, do stalk his ass. What the meh? <laughs> on the social media. Now, I, on the other hand, um, I don't know how I feel about that Why? one. Because part of me likes, a, I, I don't know, man. Like Mystery? I, the mystery is a, is a good word for it that's cute but then dudes pop up with infants uh yeah it happens uh, all the time see and that's a, that, that right and there not only <laughs> that right there is another deterrent for for dating and so it's like oh my gosh don't pop up on me with your kid and you didn't tell me you had a kid i don't want to find out later yeah no that's I, I not i want to find out sooner <laughs> so that i can block you before we even go on the date okay oh, my gosh all right but yeah no that i mean hey that could be a do for me i i don't know i i'm, I'm i might look at their stuff and i'm not going to like deep dive into it that's my yeah thing. i'm not going to deep dive into it okay. i just don't feel comfortable with it okay um a don't for me on the first date is um talking about um i think talking about like at least for me talking about serious political shit or whatever like that on the huh. first date and and here's why I just for at that point I just want to kind of casually get to know you like the general and, and all that kind of stuff because yeah. once you get me started on some shit, the conversation is just like I I I'm, I don't want to talk about a lot of the shit that I talk about otherwise when I'm just trying to enjoy my steak like I just want to know do you like um anime and oh. um. What's your favorite color? Like that kind of just casual What's your shit. Favorite color? Like on the first date, I just wanted to be like low key, just real general. I want to kiki and all that kind of shit or whatever. And after that, um, yeah, we can just run it and talk a little bit more and get to know each other. And if you so happen to support Trump or anything like that, or you're um sincerely anti-black, or you practice any of that colorism shit and all that kind of stuff, then yeah, I will block your number. Um, and if you let any of that slide, like, or any of that slip in the first date, you know, I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm, check please, you know, like, <laughs> real quick, but for the most part, I'm just trying to be low-key, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you basically kind of reveal yourself in time, I'm not gonna come up and ask you straight out, you know, like, so what are your thoughts on this, that, and the third? Uh, so what does a do for you? Um, a do for me is, um... A do for me on a first date is going somewhere where we actually can talk. So I wouldn't want to do a, a movie as mm. a first date. I've done a movie as a first date. I, I have too. Yeah, like I I've like done it. it. I've only liked it once though. Yeah, like you know, like you go to the movies with somebody on the first date and you're just sitting in a dark room kind of like looking at each other out the corner of your eye and all that kind of stuff or whatever. Feeling awkward as shit. Yeah, like should should I lean closer into this person or should I lean away 
um can i stick my hand in their popcorn you know like yeah where are we in this in this thing which i don't know it's it's it could be awkward for some people some people it comes more naturally yeah. but i would like to be in a well-lit space where i can hear you talk to me and you can you know and vice versa and um we can just kind of chill and there's really no pressure for any awkward shit you know yeah so that would be a do for me that would be a do for me can i just say that this is a sidebar (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just want to be with somebody that i can talk to while i'm at the movies i'm just saying you talk during the movies if i feel the need i'm gonna rat you out you have talked to me during the movies. Wait a minute. <laughs> that was that was just to give you a little quip about who the actor was. You have was. talked to me. Uh, no, that wasn't even the only thing you said in that movie. Well, you know what? <laughs> Other times I was giving you important information and I had to ask what happened because I went to the bathroom. You talked more than that. See, you don't even realize how much you talk in the movies. I don't talk in the <laughs> yes, movies. Yes, you do. <laughs> Liar. You sat up there and pointed out... Uh, Heretic. Uh, uh, Blasphemer. <laughs> a hilarious moment in the movie. The same movie. You talk literally like four times in that one movie. I... Mm, mm. You just don't know it. It's okay. Well, y'all, it's, okay. it's time to move on to the next segment. But uh, again... If you want to hit us up about how long it took for you to get back on the dating scene, you can find us at sidebar underscore Josen on Twitter. That is P-S-Y-D-B-A-R underscore J-O-C-I-N. All right. So why don't we go ahead and take a brief break because it gets a little toasty in this closet. And we're going to be right back. Oh, Jesus. Let's do it. So let's get into Meanwhile on Facebook. Meanwhile on Facebook. Yep. So what's been going on on the interwebs, which I want to add to, like, I think I said this last time, but I'll just say it again. Meanwhile, on Facebook is kind of primarily looking at the crazy shit that's happening on Facebook. But every now and then we're going to throw in some shit happening on Twitter and Instagram and all that because Mm -hmm. um, everybody act crazy on all of these social media platforms. So, hey, why leave them out? (laughs) Yes. And lately there's been a lot of black on black social media crimes oh god <laughs> so um i don't <laughs> i don't know how to respond to that okay so so uh why don't we start off with some of the stuff that was kind of taking place last week that's still going on rolled right over into this week my gosh all right so first things first Nicki minaj is still um uh, losing her goddamn mind it, is, it appears as though she's I don't know what is... I don't know what's going on. I'm literally at a loss. Like, have you heard that clip that is circulating mm. with the... About Harriet Tubman wasn't wearing a nice dress? Wait, wait, wait what? Oh, goodness. Okay, hand me your phone and I'm going to pull this up while um, so I we think talk. I, I mean, I think it's important for me to say we have this segment, Meanwhile on Facebook, and we talk about social media related things but somehow some way 
my social media does not pull up all the funny shit. You know what's happening though? It's because you aren't on social media like I am. I I do a lot more social media engagement, and so in all order the, to get into this, you gotta actually be on Twitter. I'm definitely not on Twitter, so that's probably the issue. This is on Twitter. You yeah, finally seen? Oh, okay, this is on Twitter. that makes sense. So yeah, no that that little sound bit is going. It's going. I don't know where it's going. Like, honestly, I haven't listened to Queen Radio in its entirety because I don't think that I have enough time or patience to, to listen to it. I mean, I'm I'm having fun listening to the clips. But, um, yeah, I want Nicki Minaj to win, but, but I don't know if this is the way, sis. I'm not quite sure what's the marketing strategy here. Hmm. Is it is it to be the you know what? bad guy? Like, what is what's going on? It's starting to make sense to me now. What's making sense? The reason why she's like perpetuating all this drama in all these different directions with all of these different people is because she has Queen Radio. Well, yeah, no, of course, like she's 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 um promoting her shit. She's she's at least she's trying to promote her shit. She has Queen Radio. She has the album Queen out. Um, of course, a little controversy makes people a little bit more interested, so they're yeah. going to try and pay attention. However, um, the way she's going about things isn't so much so where it's like a little like funny controversy. Yeah, it's it's making me wonder: is there something deeper going on that mm. sh- that we don't know about? And while we all over here kikiing and things like that. She is Do having we need to watch sis. Like sis is having a little bit of a crisis, and <laughs> somebody is needs to step in and and have a chat with uh, something. And I don't know. Do we need to be on watch? I don't know, but it's it's really it's really fascinating though. But I'm trying to find this this clip, and I don't know that I'm gonna be able to find it without um you being on Twitter. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna need you to get a Twitter. I, so, I won't. but yeah, if you haven't heard it, I had a Twitter at one point and I lost the password and that was it for me. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, if you haven't heard the clip, I would say go ahead and just um go on your Twitter feed. Um, I'm trying to find it on YouTube, but I'm not having much luck. But if you go on your Twitter feed, just type in Nicki Minaj, Harriet Tubman, and yeah sit there in awe for i think the clip is about (laughs) like a minute long and just sit there in awe and confusion and um you know what i'll do i'll retweet the link on our twitter please do and yeah you'll just you'll be able to hear it there but it's just like oh nick i really i really don't understand exactly what your strategy is now but i feel like you're pushing people away versus bringing them in and Mm. Me having been interested in Nicki Minaj when she first came out, like 2008 Nicki Minaj, and to be 10 years down the line and feel like I don't even know where the interest was. I mean, I know where the interest was, but damn what happened. It's kind of saddening. Yeah. I mean, I did see a Nicki Minaj clip on Instagram, and people were literally rapping her lyrics word for word, and they were extremely excited. And so, I mean, somebody has, she has someone's attention. Of course. She she has the stands. The stands will never go away. And like, even with, okay, I'll say this. 
even if you are not in the spotlight or not doing as well as you did, you never quite lose all of your fans. You just aren't where you used to be. Mm-hmm. So the same thing with everybody who, you know, like the the artist of yore. You know, like the people who was popping in the past, but not so much now. They mm-hmm. have somebody who's going to show up to that concert. Somebody's listening to their music. Right. You know, like how else would Carrie Hilson be out here performing? She was in, well, you know what? Oh, my God. That was a performance in South Africa, and I don't think it was well attended. However, she had Carrie Hilson, a huh? performance. She was booked somewhere. And I'm not even trying to play Carrie Hilson. I like Carrie Hilson. I like Carrie Hilson. I don't know any of her songs. So, I'm going to need you to... In fact, once we're done with this, we're going to do a crash not, course. I don't think that I'm interested in hearing uh, Carrie Hilson's music, though. That I... Carrie Hilson. When I think about it, I'm just like, mm, nope. What? Pass. Oh, well, I, I like Carrie. Okay. And so, um, yeah, even with... Uh, like folks like Tevin Campbell, which is the second story that we're going to dive into. Mm-hmm. Um, Tevin Campbell clearly has a ton of fans still, because to this like still, um, how how long has it been? Maybe it hasn't even been an entire week, but it's been a couple of days since um, Lovey tweeted about um him and the whole Aretha Franklin tribute thing and whatnot. And people are still going back and forth with this African-American versus um, African immigrant or first generation folks, like kind of like the diaspora war that's going on Mm -hmm. on Twitter right now. That's still going on. And all of this started because of a tweet about Tevin Campbell. By a woman who happens to be first generation. I mean, does it? I, and I don't know. I can't say, but I—I I, I guess I would consider it first generation. But she was she's was born in Nigeria, and she moved here when she was like nine. I think she said she was nine years old. Yeah. So, so I would that be first gen if if you are no first gen would be if like if she had here. a child and where that child was born here. Okay. So yeah. So she but she's been here for a really long time, and. I'm I'm just gonna be go out here and and just say it that um yeah she that that tweet sure it read a little bit wrong but it wasn't intended as shade and she said as much in a follow up tweet where she was she said I wasn't trying to shade him yeah I was literally saying I have not heard that name in a while and it's just like how did this turn into Africans. Africans versus African Americans. Like how? It so in order to do so we'd have to go on Twitter and look down <laughs> t- see why why you should at least have a I Twitter. Do- I will down since we have a Twitter, I will download the Twitter. My goodness. And um <laughs> be looking on our feed. Good. Because yeah, I I had a couple of things to say on my personal Twitter about it and Really and truly, I'll say that my experience with Twitter has always been a pretty good one. Like, I've I found it to be 
a space in which uh, I can kind of interact with people, like-minded people, more so than on Facebook, and have some good dialogues with folks on an array of topics. Like, there's so much you can talk about with folks, and you can interact with all kinds of people. You can interact with your celebrities. You can interact with experts in, in different sh- like stuff. It's just, it's a lot of really cool engagement that happens on Twitter. Yeah. But what I've noticed over the past few years is as, um, like, the strength of dragging has become just that much more powerful, if you will. Like, let me... All right, so what's happening with Lovey right now, which Lovey's Awesome Lovey is her name on... Uh, well, Lovey is her Twitter handle, but she goes by Awesome Lovey. We talked about her last time. Um, she has been dragged up and down nonstop since she tweeted that shit. And, (laughs) like, it almost makes you sometimes just not want to engage. Because once the the Twitter mob kind of gets going, just the, 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 um, the sheer amount of bloodlust (laughs) that that happens is is behind just trying to shred somebody to pieces over a particular opinion and all that it is crazy it is crazy to me and so sure you didn't like what she said about tevin campbell was she shading tevin campbell maybe maybe not i'm of the opinion that she was not shading tevin campbell but she said no but it, it was what she said no. She said she wasn't shading him. Yeah, she said she was not shading him. And so, but it was perceived as something else. And that was the match that was dropped in the forest. And everything just has gone up in flames. And it's, it's man, like, I, I make fun of Facebook being, like, a place where it's, you, you, like I said last time, intellectual discourse goes to die there. But, um... Twitter is another interesting place where, sure, it can be a little bit better, but, man, look, shit can get a little hectic over there, too. So, yeah, that's enough about them, because we talked about them last time, but they're, they're just just the fact that this whole diaspora thing is still going on is so weird. But what else is popping on the interwebs? What's going on on Facebook? Oh, Azalea. Aha. Thanks. Yes. Yet again. Yet again. Oh, Azalea. Oh. Um, I feel like Azalea was trying to stir up the pot a little bit. A little bit. A lot of bit <laughs> with these black on black social media, social media, internet crimes. But I think that she was just a little butthurt. What is these black on black social media crimes? Where black people just try to get fellow black people riled up against other black people. I don't... Yeah. So Azalea Banks tried (laughs) to like make this situation that happened on Wilding Out a colorism kind of attack when it really wasn't. You know what I like too? That even after it happened, Nick Cannon and all them were like... You know, this is what happened. This is what we said. And we just going to let y'all see the episode. It comes out on such and such date. Exactly. And and the episode is out now. And boy, when I tell you, Azalea Banks crying wolf. looked mad, foolish up there. Like, it just... You just felt... I mean, she just felt played. 
Yeah. That's what it was. And you know what? I'm going to just be honest. I don't like her. Oh. I don't like her. I mean, it's just too much, man. It's too much bullshit. I will never forget her going back and forth with a 14-year-old on Twitter saying crazy shit about the little girl and her mother. Like, I'm... Yeah. Like, I think it's Sky Jackson. She's, like, on Disney Channel, I think. But, um, crazy stuff. She can say all kinds of out-the-box things and then look for people to empathize with her and all that kind of stuff when she's talking about, you know, stuff that's legitimate. Yeah, sometimes I will give her that. Sometimes she makes points. Yeah. But it's hard to get to the points when you have to dig through all of the other shit that she has said and done to get to it. It's it's like, who wants to even be bothered with you? Yeah. And so, yeah, no, this this whole thing, like, I was like, Basic, man. Basically, <laughs> you know... DC Young Fly, right? Mm-hmm. Basically just called, said that, okay, so Wild and Out couldn't get Cardi B, so they got her ugly ass. And she was hurt. And she was just basically like, well, that's a colorism thing. And it's like... She said that's very anti-black. That's very anti-black. There we yeah. go. She said it was anti-black, and I'm having trouble seeing what was anti-black about it, because you could be black, blue, purple, whatever the color and stuff like that. Anybody can call you ugly. He, right, and he didn't specify anything about her color. He didn't say anything about her features, right? Un, un, with, with the exception of that little like braces joke, but still, that don't have anything to do with being black either. So, yeah, no, I, I oh, it's so hard to take her seriously, which is a problem because I think that there are times in which she, you know, like it's like you said with the crying wolf thing, where it's yeah. just. You know, when there's something that's worth talking about, like when she was, I forgot um, whose house party she was at, and you can look it up too, but when she said that someone spat on her, you know, like, that's not cool. Spitting on people is not cool, no matter what. Yeah. Like, it's just not cool. And um, unless you're like a, a racist or a Nazi or whatever like that, I mean, you know, I don't know. You know what? I retract that. But like being spat on is just is that's, that's, that's fighting nasty. words. That's yeah, yeah. That's basically grounds intolerable to fuck somebody up at that point. But it was just like you know she had a, a a situation that was worthy giving our time to. But a lot of people are like, man, I'm not even listening to that. I don't even want to hear you because you probably did something first to initiate you probably spat on him first like you know like just crazy shit and it pains me to see a a black woman that i i would i would have rooted for i want to root for but i i can't bring myself to do it and not only that it's like colorism is a real issue in the black community and i just think that to make a situation that has nothing to do with it like to bring that up in that kind of conversation just makes light of that whole issue and it's it's inappropriate like she shouldn't have just i mean she should have just said you know i couldn't handle the fucking joke yeah because that's really what it was but then the crazy part about it is that if you any i don't know too many people who don't know what wilding out is about yeah. So if you know that that is you are there like to be heckled. You are there to be roasted. People are Ripped. going to crack <laughs> jokes. 
People are going to put you deep into your feelings, but you have to laugh it off because it is a comedy sketch show. Like, that you agreed to go like on. Like an improv show, not a sketch show, but it, it, that you agreed to go on. That you, 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 you and so, offered yourself up for that. Like, if you watch the following clip where they're doing, like, that back and forth thing, she's not even attempting to make it, like, jokes or whatever like that. Like, she's just trying to insult dc young fly at this point because her feelings are hurt yeah and so she's talking about you live in a 750 dollar a month apartment and all that kind of stuff and i'm just like but wait wait hold on a second that's not even where's the joke in that because people yeah some people do live in cheaper apartments what, what's the joke sis Exactly, cause now, cause now, hold on, this is turning into something else. Yeah, like and so she she can throw it out, but she can't take it. And yeah, man, but you know what though? Again, going back to people having fans, they have people who will stand up and down for Azalea Banks, regardless of what she does. That's why that's annoying. Don't don't make light of our issues, sis. So she's like. Yeah, I mean, like, it's really frustrating to kind of go and back and forth with all the shit that she she does. Like, it just makes you just not want to be involved. In fact, I think I have her name muted on Twitter. <laughs> like, I just saw the 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 I saw the stuff um on Facebook, the 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 other stuff or whatever. Right. Which, that's why I saw it. Yeah. So I saw something. Oh, you did see something. I mean, that's what I saw. Oh. But I'm just saying. Good I, I for feel you. Pro- I'm proud of it. I'm glad. Thank you. On Facebook. Yeah. Engaging. I try. Wonderful. So. <laughs> I'm doing a piss poor job, but you know. We'll, we'll help. We'll, um, I will help you. The audience will help you. In fact, if you if you see some interesting stuff that you want us to talk about, tweet Let it us to know. us. Because Duffy is. Yeah. Duffy is a little dusty. <laughs> as far as definitely <laughs> dusty duffy on the social media so definitely. yeah no i i think that that would be something um that we can do is yeah if y'all see something y'all wants to talk about shoot it our way and we will pick a topic um but yeah so that um that whole azalea banks thing was just it's it's ha i mean Granted, sometimes stuff on Wildin' Out could be inappropriate and kind of just dumb, like, oh, yeah, no, that's not cool. But this was not one of those cases. And Azalea needs to go ahead and get some tougher skin, um, suck it up. I mean, yes. girl, if there's a real instance of colorism or something like that, talk Let about that. Yeah, holler, holler at us about Make that. Make us aware. We'll, we'll follow up. But this shit right here, that ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it, sis. This ain't it, sis. So, do we have anything else that we want to talk about on Facebook? Some some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think... Okay. The young lady who went to the school in... Is it Gretna or is it in Terrytown? Terrytown. It was in Terrytown. Um, so let's see. If you haven't heard about the young lady who was essentially put out of school for the day, um, because she had braids in her hair. It's actually two young ladies. Um, one had extensions and the other had braids. And, right. um, I'm trying to go with the story off the top of my head. 
but um christ the king's school yeah christ the king's school in Terrytown of louisiana so the young lady um her dad or her mom posted the video to facebook or instagram and of it's their baby girl crying and it's since gone viral and so the situation had to do with her hair and the school having a policy saying that all students had to have natural, natural hair. Quote, yeah, nat- natural hair. And I mean, ah, oh man, that's, that's, that's crazy to me that shit like that can still fly today. Like the fact that they were able to implement a policy such as this that is particularly discriminatory of black girls straight yeah. up straight up who else is wearing um cornrows and braids and extensions like we are not not that oh white chicks don't have the clip-ins and all that kind of stuff but like I who else really like wears that go, as much i as would we do? really like to go to this Terrytown school and see what their white kids are looking like I'm sure they look like the average white child, however. I'm but wondering how this policy came to be. I mean, the only thing that I could think of is just, just it's straight up. It's just, it's against black children, particularly black girls. Like, like I said, um, the other young ladies are probably not coming in with um, some express 24-inch extensions. Yeah. They don't have cankalon in their hair. You know? And so who else but us? You right. Where is that? So that that policy came up this summer and was implemented this year. And so what the parents were saying, the school said that they did not put the young lady out. But the parents are saying because they're suing and they're saying that their um that her tuition was suspended for September. Well, the fact of the matter is the there was a judge who determined what was the termination? Oh, and so yeah, no, shout out to this judge who um temporarily blocked the schools um from enforcing the natural hair policy. There you have it. Because I mean, call it what it is. It's racist as shit. Call it what it is. And so they're trying to say, well, um, the school, um, you know, kind of reserves the right to have this policy and the parents knew and all that kind of stuff. I don't care if they knew about it, if they wrote about it to other people and told them about it. I, I don't care. The policy itself is problematic and doesn't need to exist at all. Which, that yeah. almost blows my mind. Some people are like, well, they knew. Well, they knew what was up. And and I saw it was like, a, it was a black lady that was on the news. It's like... I like to put such and such in my daughter's hair, but if the school says no, the school says no. Girl, whom? I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know who she is, was but she I was shocked. Yeah, she was black. I just said that. Oh, I didn't hear that part. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my bad. But it doesn't matter. Because there was a point in time where you could be black and the policy was your hair can't be nappy. Yeah, like, it's just... I don't know, bruh. Oh, because the school said... Girl... The school said discriminate, so I'm just gonna discriminate against myself. No, sis. No, sis. See, when you are just letting things slide like that, when you just fall in line with white supremacist shit, bruh, 
I just, I got to give you the side eye because I understand you probably feel as though, you know what, the school can do what they like. Um, that's their business. And I'm just trying to get my child to go to school. But you, we, we cannot stand for this shit. And kind of going back to Twitter and the whole Twitter mob kind of policy, like not policy, but the Twitter mob kind of mentality where mm-hmm. if something going sideways, we're going to do everything in our power to shut that down. Just the sheer force of millions of people tweeting about something can get all kinds of things turned around. When it when it is something important like this, when it matters, when it's not some like silly ass shit, I'm down for it. I'm down for call out culture when it's like this. And so yeah. this deserves being called out. Yeah. This is definitely deserves to be called out. Yeah. But um on the bright side, good news mm-hmm. is that the young lady is being flown to the live for um taping of Black Girls Rock. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's really awesome. Like I really hope that this has not kind of you know thrown her self esteem in a loop. I hope that she recognizes that she is beautiful. Yeah, and I think I mean I think this does raise awareness you know, to the topic of self-esteem. Because let me just play devil's advocate for a second. Um, In a different instance, there has been a young girl who I have, you know, spoken to. And she expressed concerns about her own appearance because she actually does not have weave and extensions and she normally wears her natural hair Mm -hmm. she expressed that she doesn't feel as beautiful as some of those girls who wear extensions all the time and have their hair laid and who wear you know the lace front wigs okay and so i think there is something to still be said about teaching girls about natural beauty and teaching girls about self-esteem that is not reliant on a specific appearance sure i think that's entirely valid that if you have your hair in its natural state if you have your hair in the braids Mm -hmm. if you have your hair laid with the finest wig on the market at the root of that you gotta love yourself and we should always be reaching out to black girls, black boys, um, uh, however they identify, whatever the case may be. We should always be uplifting black children and empowering them. And right now, what this school is doing is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And I hope that this young lady is surrounded by love. And I know she is. I, I, I know that there are people right now. Um, telling her how beautiful and awesome yeah. she is. I know she's about to have an amazing time at uh, Black Girls Rock. And hopefully it doesn't have any kind of lasting effect on her self-esteem. Yeah. And, and when it comes to that, she gets yeah, another fuck school. That school. Fuck that school. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, they're not they're not trying to help her with her self-esteem. They're, they're talking about, oh, well, the flipping of the hair. That's distracting. Flipping of the hair and The twisting. flipping of the hair and the twisting of it. And the, you know. So you mean to tell me that um, the young lady with <coughs> the blonde hair sitting in front of her, she can't twist her hair? She can't I'll flip, flip her hair? You mean to tell me that uh, 18-inch yaki is the only thing that can be flipped? And twisted? And twisted? 
lies get out of here get out of my face and so what they've actually done is quite the opposite of anything that they would have wanted to do they totally embarrass these children yeah now which is unacceptable now this is another topic that we can have for another day now i i, I felt bad that the young lady was on screen like crying like for the world to see mm-hmm. it did start a very good dialogue that's already been going on like you know this is just an another addition to a long-standing conversation that we have about anti-blackness in these different institutions in which we um kind of exist yeah and it's the spaces that we occupy but um yeah i i some a part of me was like, dang, man, why y'all got to put her on camera like that? And sure, the outcome is is good. Like, we're getting somewhere with it. Right. But we can have a conversation later about uh, kids going viral and the lasting yeah. effects of being a viral person, like a or viral on Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, and all that kind of stuff, and what that can do to a child or a teenager long term. Yeah. Um, whether it's a good video or negative because who child i've seen some some shit on facebook so yeah we'll have to holler at that one on another day but thank you for josie me yeah we're gonna wrap it up y'all so um again i'm gonna just mention that twitter one more time because we're trying to build our followers tell everybody about us uh share us wherever you um kind of go around on social media facebook twitter instagram um what's that thing that people like to use snapchat okay (laughs) not so much anymore i mean yeah yeah no snapchat doesn't seem to be as popping as it used to be but um tell everybody about us sidebar Josen. you can find us on twitter y d b a r underscore j o c i n i just thought i'd give us a cheer for that okay all right all right we're going to try <laughs> but one more time. So, um, P-S-Y-D mm-hmm. underscore. Wait, no, no, ma'am. Oh, See, God. That's See, why we cheer. All right, this is okay, the we're going to try it again. So, this is P-S-Y-D. our Twitter. P-S-Y-D. Wait. Okay. <laughs> you can find us at Twitter, on Twitter at P-S-Y-D-B-A-R underscore that's right j-o-c-i-n we josen sidebar josen so we'll holla at y'all next week have a good one later y'all